What's up, everyone? My name is Michael, and welcome to my podcast, where we talk about all things health, wealth, and self-improvement. If you are ready to master your life and reach new heights, then stay tuned for today's episode. So last week was really not a good week for me. I had so much going on in my mind. I felt stressed all the time. Like it became hard for me to breathe. And I know right now everybody is in the midst of a lot of change, right? We are all experiencing stress, not just like with the pandemic, but social injustice, going back to school, just life in general right now is not balanced out evenly. You know, what we knew a year ago is so much different than what we know today. And I mean, really, what we've known for life is a lot different than what it looks like today. For those who are going back to school, you now have to wear masks. Otherwise, it's done online. You can't really go outside and be within six feet of other individuals. Just, I don't know, There, there's so much in the world that is changing, that it seems everything in life right now is out of balance. And so today I want to talk about balance and finding balance because it's something that, especially within the last week, I really had to focus on in my personal life as well. So what is a balanced life? A balanced life to me means, you know, health, family, social life, financial life, professional life, and your spiritual life. All of these things have to be balanced. They have to be equally as important as the next aspect. These are the key elements to living a healthy, happy, and a fulfilling life. You know, if you let one of these aspects dominate your life, control your life, or even allow them to, you know, take precedence more so than any other of the aspects in your life, you're really going to suffer. I began to feel this last Friday. So, like I said, I'm a person, I stress a lot. I put a lot of pressure on myself to really just get a lot done. I always have the need and the desire to constantly be going and to constantly be working and if I'm not working or if I'm not doing something that I deem productive, I just feel down on myself, start to feel like self-doubt and all of the negative emotions that just come with my boredom. Um, but last Friday, I really began to feel this. So it started at or started in the morning. I woke up, went through my normal morning routine, went on a run before work and started to feel this tightness or this pain in my lower back and it was like right at the bottom part of my lung at first I thought it was just stress and that it was going to come and go with the day um, but as the day progressed it got more severe and the more severe that this pain had become the more I thought about it and the more I thought about it the deeper it began to feel the best way to describe this pain, it was like if somebody had stuck a screwdriver in my back and was pushing inward and twisting. And that's what it felt like every time I tried to take a deep breath in or, I mean, even really a breath for that matter. I was sitting at work 
throughout the day could not sit comfortable in my chair and i don't know like i slowly began to feel like i was losing my mind and with my job i have to stay clocked in until six o'clock at five o'clock i began to get incredibly cold like shivering wise could not sit still and just felt nauseous so i got up from my desk went and like turned on a steaming hot shower aka perks of working at home sat in there for a good 30 minutes and got out and it's like no matter how hot i had turned the shower up i still was freezing cold like shivering cold and just uncomfortable as can be so sat down on my desk finished 30 minutes of work and then tried to drive myself to the grocery store just to get some groceries get some medicine I probably should not have drove because not only was I cold and had this pain, but I felt out of body. And for me, I have what's called vasovagal. So when I get a certain feeling and I just get lost in my thoughts and probably think the worst situation possible, my whole nervous system tends to crash and I faint. So while I was driving, I had this feeling of just like, being out of body like I could not control anything and at any given moment I would have like a heart attack or faint and potentially cause an accident so I I should not have been driving at this time don't know why I did but managed to make it home safely and when I made it home the first thing I did is went and cranked a hot bath like I don't normally take baths Um, actually sometimes I do I'll admit that. I don't care. But turned it up as hot as it could go and just sat there. You know, really that was like the only thing that was helping me to overcome the chills that I was experiencing as well as the pain that was in my back. My family got home, brought home dinner, and I couldn't even eat dinner with them. I remember getting up, trying to dish up a plate. And just got like super dizzy, super nauseous, went downstairs to my room, almost fell down the stairs. I just had to sit in bed all night. I could not move. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't sleep. So finally at about 10 o'clock or so, I asked my sister to drive me to the hospital. I'm a person like, I'll admit right now, I'm incredibly frugal. So like if I go to the hospital, I hate going to the hospital because I think they are just money suckers. I think they tell you you have all of this stuff wrong with you just to get an extra buck out of you. They see insurance as a paycheck and yada, yada, yada. So for me to go to the hospital, something has to be incredibly wrong. I didn't know what else to really do at this point because I couldn't sleep. I couldn't really move without experiencing this twisty knife in my back. I went to the hospital. I got all of these different tests done, and they said I was experiencing symptoms of COVID. And so they put me in this room. It was like isolated nurses came in wearing hazmat suits. And to some, some of the time, like they were talking to me, it was through a monitor in the room. And even on the hospital bed, couldn't get comfortable. So I went through all of these different tests, did or drew blood, did a CT scan. The COVID test, by the way, is, oh man, that was horrible. They stuck a pick up my nose and that was that just went way too far up my nose for my for my likings but 
everything came back negative. I didn't know the COVID test came back negative until like four days later. So I spent the weekend isolating myself, um, not really going outside all that much, if at all. But I still like just didn't know what was going on. And I remember laying in my hospital bed and my parents, well, my mom and my sister were out in the car in the parking lot waiting. And it was probably like one o'clock in the morning. The one thought that was coming to my mind as I'm sitting there in a hospital bed, not knowing whether or not I have COVID, not knowing whether or not I have kidney stones or a blood clot or anything like that. But I kept asking myself, how am I going to get a blog post up for tomorrow? How am I going to continue my daily streak of blogging? If you guys didn't know, I had a daily blog, had, keyword had. I had a daily blog where I had posted for 844 consecutive days. Didn't miss one upload within that time span. I had a goal in mind. Originally, that goal was to blog for a year, which I did. But then I had a goal to blog for a thousand days. I wanted really badly to reach that thousand day mark. Like if I could see myself in the four figures, like very, very few people have accomplished that. Very few people have accomplished 844 days, but I wanted, I just wanted that 1000. And as I'm laying there in the hospital bed, like, man, how am I going to get to that 1000 mark? How am I going to get home and get a post uploaded when it's two in the morning and I can't move, have no urge or no motivation. All of these different thoughts just came swarming to my mind. And it was like, I had this realization, like, what in the F are you thinking right now? Like, with how much is going on in the world? With how many illnesses with how many matters are going on in the world you're laying in a hospital bed not knowing whether or not you have covid and your number one priority is uploading a blog post like what is the matter with you and that's that's honestly where i was at i was so focused and so caught up in wanting to reach that 1000 blog post that i had taken on so much additional and unnecessary stress that it had all finally caught up with me. I was not in the hospital for COVID. I didn't have COVID. I didn't have a blood clot. I didn't have anything wrong with my body. What I had was a severe panic attack. The pain that I was experiencing was caused from the stress that I had been enduring and experiencing for two plus years. Not only that, but I wasn't like blogging and just all of this added stress had gotten my life out of balance. I wasn't prioritizing my health anymore. Forget a social life. Like I did not have a social life during this time. Still don't. It's getting better. Still don't have it. Um, but blogging was really my number one priority. That was my only priority. You know, when I wasn't working, I was blogging. When I wasn't blogging, I was working. There really wasn't much adventure or much creativity or spark or spunk in my life. And so I was laying in the hospital bed and I knew something had to change. I knew that I was going down a wrong path and 
especially the next day, like the, the next day, I remember just again, that out of body experience, not knowing how to overcome it. I told myself and I made a promise to myself saying, Hey, if we get, if we get through this, I promise I'm going to start doing a better job of taking care of you. Like my body is my temple. It's the one thing that is, is me. Like my body is me. It's who I am. And I, I hadn't taken care of it. I cannot tell you the last time I had a bottle of water that did not consist of some aspartame drink, like juice or whatever, or soda. Um, those those were really my things. Coffee, soda, and aspartame. Didn't have any water. Um yeah, I had I was exercising, but even exercising, I was I was doing that obsessively. I was exercising every single day. I was running myself into the ground every single day and then wasn't adequately fueling my body and then just taking on all of this unnecessary stress. So no part of my life was balanced. I had to take a step and focus on health, family, my social life my finances, my professional life, and my spiritual life. These are all things that are important to me. They're things that I wanted to find a balance for that have been so out of whack for years that, again, it had it had all just caught up to me. And it, it's sad to say that it took me laying in a hospital bed to finally get my priorities in order but I'm, I'm glad for the lesson I learned that day you know then the next day I didn't put up a blog post it was the first time in 844 days that I did not blog I cannot tell you how relieving that felt because no longer did I feel like it was an obligation I finally felt like I had a sense of control again that I was able to break a habit and I mean there there are so many good things that blogging did for me like I I love the challenge it provided me I loved being able to get up every single day and just you know write my thoughts and to connect with other individuals out there but at the same time it's like when you do something for 844 straight days or more or when you do something just for the sake of doing it, like how, how authentic are you at that point? I don't, I don't know how authentic I was. I mean, it wasn't my best self. I was running dry on ideas for far too long and was more so just putting up blog posts for the sake of reaching that thousand day mark. And that's not really why I started writing in the first place. That's not really why I started uh, blogging or anything for that matter. I wanted to do so to create a positive change in my life and in the lives of others. And in doing so, I feel at the beginning of my blogging journey, if you want to call it that, I did find that sense of happiness. But then I got so consumed and sucked away in the challenge of putting up 1,000 blog posts that I lost it again. A lot of what I write is self-improvement, self-development, and really just like trying to motivate others to live their best life. If I am putting all of this stress on myself and if I am allowing what I'm doing to control every waking minute of my life when I'm not working, 
how am I, how am I really living my best life at that point? And that's, that's something that I had a question, you know. I was so focused on having a blog post written. I was so focused on all these different things that I wasn't living my life. I was taking on stress. I was missing out on opportunities that I should have been focused on creating with friends, with family, with everybody. But I just got so carried away in the moment that, I don't know, part of me just feels like I lost myself again. And that's something that I never wanted to experience. Like, that's why I started writing in the first place was to regain a sense of who I am as a person and to better my life. So that was a rude, that was a rude awakening for me. Uh, It really was. But since then, I think I've maybe written one article or one blog post. And it's, it's something that I was passionate about writing. You know, writing or taking a break from writing helped me to gain that sense of clarity. And it's helped me to balance my life. So some of the things that I'm doing to balance my life today. Again, stop stop daily blogging and really just focusing on being more present. You know, being more present in the moment. Being able to spend time with my family to watch my niece grow to be aware of my surroundings and really just focus on today. Focus on today for the blessing that it is. And that means not taking on more than I can handle. If I don't want to do something, if I'm not feeling like writing, I'm not going to do it. If I, I mean, work is work. You sometimes have to do that. But I guess I just wanted to feel this independence, I wanted to be able to do what I want when I wanted. And that's something that I hadn't been allowing myself to do for quite a while. So why is a balanced life so important? Well, without being able to find a balanced life, you're going to fall over. You're going to fall over a lot. Think about it like riding a bike or learning to walk or learning to rollerblade for the first time. When you first start, you don't really know how to balance yourself. And so you're going to fall over. You're going to fall over more times than you can count. And until you find that center of balance, you're going to continue to fall over. It's not until you train your body and you train your mind to find that center of balance that you're able to stand straight or that you're able to do the given task. Life is no different. If you want to succeed, no matter what goal it is, you have to find that center of balance. You have to find the balance between life, between work, between family, between money, between professional life, between your social life. All of these different areas of life, you have to find a balance. Otherwise, you know, if you devote too much time to one, any of these areas, it's going to consume time from everything else. You know, every time you say, every time you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to a million other possibilities. And for me, I had a hard time saying no. I think we all have a hard time saying no. And when we say yes to too many things and when we don't know what those limits and what those boundaries are, we feel stressed. We feel anxious. Our mental health and our physical health begin to suffer. And... It's because we focus too much on one thing. And again, when we do that, we take away from everything else. 
So if you focus too much on your professional life, you're going to take away from your health. You're going to take away from your social life. You're going to take away from your family. All of the, all of these different areas. And if you focus too much on your health, you're going to take away from everything else. If you focus too much on your business, same thing. That's why you have to find a balance. That's why there has to be a balance that is going to evenly distribute your time and energy to all of the different aspects in life that are important to you. That's really the only way that you're going to live a happy, meaningful, and fulfilling life. Only you know what you can do to find that balance. I think one of the things that has really helped me to find the balance that I want is to continuously ask myself, what's the next best thing I can do? What is the next best thing that I can do to get from where I am right now to where I see myself in the future? And with and with the whole blogging thing, granted, I wanted to see 1,000 days. I more so wanted to see myself live to that 1,000-day mark. I wanted to challenge myself in life and really start putting myself out there more like I haven't been on a date in I can't even tell you how long it's been I haven't done enough stuff with friends I haven't gone on adventures I really haven't lived life to the fullest I know I keep saying that but that's because it's so true I hadn't lived life to the fullest and that's something that I was like that's a message I was telling others to do I was preaching I was saying go out there live your life to the fullest but here I am Writing the words and not preaching it. That that was another gut-wrenching feeling. You know, the feeling of hypocrisy. I didn't want that. And so that's why, that's why I decided, you know, it was time to let go of what once was a goal and once was a dream. You know, as life progresses, so too are your goals and your dreams. It's, you know, you can't really say that one area of life is going to be more important for the entirety of your life. Everything comes in balance. It is all going to require a balance and only you can find that. Yeah, it's going to require trial and error, but you just got to be willing to prioritize what's important to you when it's important and you know, try to diversify your life a little bit more. So how has finding balance helped me? It's only been a week. Uh, it's been, yeah, a week tomorrow since this whole joyous weekend that I previously had. But it's really helped me to experience less stress. Um, you know, I, I kind of just feel more present. I feel lighter and happier and joyful again. It It feels good. It really feels good. And it's... You know, feeling what I feel now, it's like, why did I put myself through all that mud or through all of that torture for as long as I did? And that wasn't, I mean, it wasn't torture, but it wasn't fun at the same time. Um, so it's really helped me to reduce the stress that I'm feeling. It's helped to improve my general health and well being. Like, just that wake up call of being in the hospital. And making that promise to start taking care of my body. I hadn't consumed a bottle of water. I'm, I kid you not. In probably a year. Leading up to that. it was Everything was like 
soda pop or Gatorade or juice. Like I, I hated the taste of water. There was just no way I was going to drink it. But then I started forcing myself, said, you know, it's time to cleanse your body and get it back to a healthy state. So now it's been a minimum of four liters a day since then. Yeah, there are times I don't want to drink water, but it feels good. It feels good. It's improving my health. It's making me happier. At least I like to think so. And it's helping me to really just feel alive again. You know, they say water is the essential part of life or it is an essential part of life. And for me it has or for me it has been over the last week. I again, I can't I can't emphasize how happier, how lighter, just how alive I feel. And I part of it is, you know, my health that I've made that my priority now. So if I don't feel like going on a run, I'll go for a walk. I'll take my dog out for a walk. I'm still going to get in my exercise, but I'm not going to beat myself into the ground every single day doing something I don't want to do because that is not living a balanced life. That is not going to really benefit you in any way. You have to give your body a break. You have to give your mind a break. And again, balance. Lastly, for me, it's it's really helped to improve my mood. And you're often told like, Exercise and dieting are such contributive or such contributors to your mood. And I believe they are. I believe a healthy, balanced diet is crucial as well as exercise. You know, you look good, feel good, all around just better life. At the same time, though, it can be obsessive. I have allowed food to control my life for many years. I have allowed exercise to control my life for many years. So those were two other areas of my life that I was putting stress on myself and they were not balanced. And, you know, to be completely transparent with you, led to an eating disorder, led to me hating the body that I had and really just abusing it. That's not how you live life. That's not how you find happiness. That's not how you create a memorable life or live your best life. There has to be a balance. You have to have balance in every single aspect of your life. So that's something that I encourage you guys to find. I want you to challenge yourself. Ask yourself, what's the next best thing you can do? What's the next best thing that you can do today to help create a sense of balance in your life? Maybe you work too much. Maybe you exercise too much. Maybe you spend too much time with friends and not enough time with family. Whatever that might be, try to find a sense of balance. See how it feels. If it doesn't feel good, then continue to do what you were doing before. But I guarantee you that you're going to feel a lot happier once you start diversifying your time and your energy to all of these different aspects of life equally. It's... What's helped me to feel the happiest and the less stressed I've felt in ages. You know, I, I don't wake up every morning and force myself to write. Instead, I sit, enjoy the morning, see my niece before she goes off to school, and really just focus on the present. Today is such a blessing that, you know, really just 
digging yourself into the ground trying to focus solely on one thing, it's going to cause you to lose sight of today for the amazing blessing that it is. And that's something that we all need to do a better job of, you know, controlling and being aware of, just being mindful of. And, well, as you guessed it, that's going to come with balance. So challenge yourself today. Find a sense of balance. Create balance in your life. If life feels stressful, if it feels out of whack, do something to diversify it. Spread it out a bit. Just change something. Find balance. That's going to wrap it up for today's podcast. If you guys did enjoy, please be sure to leave a like, rating, and subscribe. I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to me talk. And hope you enjoyed. Hope you learned something valuable. We'll talk to you next time. Have a great day.